right, welcome again to another edition of Not Your Father's Data Center. I'm your host, Raymond Hawkins. And today we are joined by the founder of Yerbo, Francisco. Um, how are you today? Where are you calling from? Tell us a little bit about you and, and, and let's get rolling with uh, what do we know about people being stressed at work? Yeah. Thanks so much for having me, Raymond. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here and talking to your audience uh, a little bit about the, the, the perils of burnout and, and maybe sharing some, some numbers that might help bring awareness to this and also some uh, tips and tools that they can use to make sure that they stay productive and healthy. Um, all right. So I'm Francisco. I'm one of the founders of Yerbo. I'm currently in Bogota, Colombia. I have been I have been traveling uh, extensively. I've been living the digital nomad lifestyle for the past year or so, uh, but I always end up coming back to Colombia because this was my my first uh, home outside of Portugal. I'm I'm originally from from Portugal. I, I lived there um, the the first 25 years of my life, and then I I had the chance to. Um, come to Colombia um, in, in, in the program from the Portuguese government, and I, I came here, and I just ended up staying. And, uh, and then we, I, I was, I was working at a startup, and uh, we were expanding, so we opened offices in Brazil. I had a chance to do that, Chile, and then back in Portugal, opened up the European offices. So I've been crossing the pond quite, quite often uh, in the past decade, let's say. And um, and yeah, in the past three years, I've been I've been traveling extensively uh, between uh, Colombia and Argentina, Brazil, uh, both for for professional and, and also personal reasons. Uh, trying to stay away from winter time uh, as much as I can. Well, we we certainly agree about that. Cold weather and I do not agree, uh, Francisco. So so university in Portugal. And and, yeah. and and then uh, gotcha okay and uh, and moved um, into South America and it sounds like you've run around South America a good bit but but Colombia being home for now yeah I would say so yeah I would say so it's it's been ten years since I first stepped on uh, in, and and I think that that I've always ended up coming back because I like something here so, certainly and so I have I have a lot of friends and and um, and obviously I always go back to Portugal for for family and and, and friends and 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 being with them. But I, I also feel like I'm, I'm home here in, in Bogota. Gotcha. As um, so, so we appreciate getting to hear a, a bit of your personal journey and, and, and uh, where, where you're from and where you live now and, and, and the time you spent uh, in different places there in Latin America or South America, excuse me. Um, talk a little bit about how did you what did your professional journey look like that led you to having a passion about I mean, burnout and people's health and mental health and, and you know, it's leading you to, to co-found Yerbo. How, how did that journey uh, come about? Actually, I started off studying software engineering um, and I quickly realized that, that that was not for me. Uh, that was not the thing that I wanted to do. And so I, I changed paths and I went and studied uh, business and, and marketing. And, uh, and yeah, you know how life is and uh, a couple of years in, into my working life, I was pulled into the technology uh, space, and I was I was working with, within marketing, but but for a, a technology company, and um, and quickly I, I I came to the startup life, and what I realized is that I really love what I do, and um, and I have a tough time uh, dealing with uh, the 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 demands of, of of my work and and the also my 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 desire to to overachieve and and being able to basically 
deal with also the other sides of my life, right? So I need to have what we usually call work-life um, um, balance. And, and that's always something that I've struggled with. And, uh, and I also think that at some point when at, at 10 years ago, when I first started working with startups, it was kind of the way it was framed. You work for a startup, it's going to be hard work, but also hard play. And so you, you're always going to be in either extremes. You're, you're either partying really hard or you're working really hard. And that might be interesting when you're in your 20s. When you're in your 30s, you, you, you need to sleep. You need, you need to recover, right? And so what ended up happening was that I had experienced some mental health issues um, with work. But I think that I always kind of pulled through and, 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 and got the other way, um, not, not too badly hurt. But then I saw some folks that were working for me that were kind of mimicking my type of um, habits, bad habits in, in, in this case. And I started seeing that I was having a, a, a negative impact on these people. And that's the moment that I, I realized, okay, so there's something off here. Why is this person um, saying Friday night they want to keep working and then why don't we order pizzas and, and just work through the, the whole and put a whole nighter. And then they told me that they wanted to do that because they had no one else in town that they could meet up on a Friday evening because they've been so um, so immersed in, 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 in the work that they kind of lost track of, of the rest of their lives. And so when I saw that, that was a pretty um, clear wake-up call. So I started investigating, started learning about these things. I was working at that time leading marketing growth for um, uh, the talent management solution. So think of work environment surveys, um, like performance review, and, and that type of uh, very formal HR-focused, HR-centric type of assessments. And what I realized was that those assessments are needed, those surveys are needed, but they are not the ones that are going to help you prevent mental health issues within an organization. When the HR is aware that something's off in terms of well-being, that's already too late. And so I, uh, we sold that company. And so I, I was looking for what else should I, should I go into? What, 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 what am I passionate about? And, and one of the things that, and this was just as the pandemic was hitting. And so I was looking for folks that were talking about mental health um, and they were trying to create some sort of technology that would somehow democratize access to the best tools to make sure that you can stay productive, but with uh, together with mental well-being. So I found my co-founder, Marcos. He had uh, sold um, at, at what at the time was the, the largest machine learning company in Latin America. And uh, one of the things that contributed to the success of that company was that they had barely non-existent employee um, turnover. So they had like 3% annual employee turnover. And I'm sure your audience knows it's not it's not easy to keep uh, uh, data flow. That's, that's and, a great and, number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's a really good number. I think everyone will will uh, will recognize it. And one of the things that they did internally at Machinalis, this company, was that they from the get go they had brought in psychologists to work at the team level and to empower leaders with tools. Some of them were assessments. Some of them were just tips on how to read. Um, others and how to, so that they could actually have a better sense of, everyone could have a better sense of their 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 well-being, their own, uh, so raising the awareness at the individual level, but also empowering managers so that they could take action. So when we were talking, Marcos had the idea, why don't I try and create a product around all of this that we were doing internally 
and how can we uh, basically get these good practices within existing ceremonies. So one-on-ones, retrospectives, the dailies, etc. How can we bring mental well-being, consciousness, and 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 um, tools and, and and best practices to those moments? That's that's how Yerbo got started. Sorry for the long answer, but. No, we re- really appreciate hearing uh, your journey and, and how um, this this mental health and awareness of the condition of your employees, how that applied to you and appreciate the the, the, the humbleness with which you share that, that, that your drive can cause cause you to have challenges at work and concern for your employees and the story about uh, Marcos's business. What, what that, that's It's great to hear how you got here. It makes a lot of sense now for as we think about what you're both trying to do and the tools you guys are using. So, so let's transition. Uh, that's great setup for who and how you got to have a passion for this. Talk a little bit about um, the, how, how you set up Yerbo, what it's set up to do. Um, you, you talked a little bit with me before about you know, you're pivoting a little. Let's talk about, hey, here's the mission and here's how we're going about doing it uh, today. Yeah, perfect. So our mission is, and even with the pivot, still is the same, which is how can we help um folks achieve high productivity together with well-being, right? That's what we want to do and we want to help them um, in any way we can. So we started off by creating an MVP, which is the Burnout Index. Some of your audience uh, surely will remember we did that uh, at the beginning of the pandemic. So that's a, um, a self-assessment that you can take. I think, Raymond, you you went through it. I took it, I yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll share my numbers. I took it. Let's see. So, so I think you get... You get two numbers, right? If I if I remember calling them, there's the burnout index, which I think goes up to six, and I'm three point one, so I'm a little bit on the you know starting to have some risk there, mid level risk, and then on the yeah. engagement level, I'm a four seven, so so pretty high engagement. So I think the way you guys summarized it is is I am I am high engagement, but I'm strained at this point. I think is how you exactly. guys characterize where I fall in the, in the test. Yeah, that's exactly right. So we actually have created a different assessment just for founders and and, and the leaders at uh, at startups. Um, and, and the results are very similar. So what's happening there, Raymond, uh, is that probably you are really engaged because you love what you do, right? But at the same time, you're strained because you're pressed for time, maybe because you're having to wear multiple hats, maybe it is because you're also facing some sort of work-life conflict. And what the tool tries to do is just start off by helping you understand better what it is that you're feeling and then breaking it down into the different components of burnout and work engagement. So, sorry to interrupt you. Can, can you repeat all that? Because I'm going to forward this part to our HR department for when my next salary negotiation. So, But yeah, I, I appreciate you, you summarizing. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's, that's uh, I think I think this is really important. The, the fact that we were talking about this and, and internally within the organizations, being able to talk about these things is super important. And um, and it's, it's, it's also a way, obviously, of calling uh, the attention that you maybe need uh, another pair of hands to help you uh, if, you're, if you're continuously overworked. So that's another thing that's important. This assessment that we created, and it's still available, it's for free, we don't ask for an email, there's nothing there, there's no, no, we're, we're not identifying you in any way, so you can take it and it will just uh, deliver uh, the immediate insights to you and, and recommendations. So uh, all your audiences. Can I plug it real quick, Francisco? So, so I took the yeah. assessment and, and there were two things that jumped off the page of me. Fast, easy to understand, 
and you just said it. You guys weren't doing any data collection. I didn't have to register. I didn't give you my email or contact info. So it's clear you're not trying to data mine to find somebody to, to market or sell to. You are genuinely interested in collecting information and understanding how to help um, you know those of us in the in the um, stressed out work world, and and I really really appreciated that. Um, if if I remember right, I I think um, I typed in uh, I think something assessment dot com. I, I, you may know off the top of your head. Yeah, yeah. So it's burnout, burnout assessment. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can go burnoutindex.org or you can go burnoutindex.yervo.co. or you can just go to yervo.co and and I'm sure in the show notes it it, it will. It will also be listed there. Perfect. And yeah, burnout so index do, is the one I hit. Yeah, burnout index. Yeah, if you Google burnout index, you will surely will will find it. So we we do use the aggregate data uh, to improve the, the 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 method itself. So to improve the, the the questionnaire, we have changed some things based on on not only feedback but also on on the the, the volume of responses that we've, we've gathered. Uh, but we also use it to create reports. And we can talk a little bit about some of the benchmarks that we found when we looked at the, the whole sample, but we, we don't identify individuals at all. Uh, we always keep those results anonymous as well. So, um, yeah, so help me. Where, where were we? Where were we? We were talking about birth. Yeah, yeah. So, so we started, uh, yeah, sorry, I drove you off uh, talking about my salary negotiations. I apologize. <laughs> the, the, hey, the, the mission, let's, pe let's help people for perform at a high level and maintain their mental health and, and where is the business from a business model perspective going uh, today? Because I know you talked about tools and what you're trying to be yeah. from an enablement perspective. So let's let's go, let's dig into that. Okay, so uh, let me tell you what we built and now, and then I'll tell you what it is that we realize and, and what we're, uh, where we're pivoting towards right now. So we, we released this burnout index a couple of years back uh, almost three years now, and uh, we saw huge engagement, right? So in the first week, there were like 100,000 people going through uh, the Burnout Index. So clearly there was um, there was a, a lot of interest in, in, in people realizing what it is that they're feeling and how that might be impacting them. So we decided to create a business around that, not only with the awareness part, so we, we, we also wanted folks to take action and be able to improve on their well-being. So we've created a tool. We had um, the, a great deal of uh, companies from uh, all over the world, but especially uh, companies that are very focused on on the IT and then they have heavy they are heavy on the product side. So engineers were the first ones to adopt us, and so we had a lot of banking, a lot of um, a lot of uh, high tech companies using us, a lot of uh, also Forbes 500 companies using us, either uh, just a unit or or a. a, a, a a vice presidency using us or the whole company were using us. So we charge per uh, per user per month for the usage of Yerbo. Yerbo would have then the, the mental well-being tool had like integrations with Slack, with uh, with email, with calendar. So the, the full um, stack that, that uh, developers use. And so they could keep track of their well-being through week in, week in. A week out, they could take take the, the, those assessments and also receive early signal alerts. So if something was um, going right, the tool would say, "Hey, we know that when this starts going down, we know that this is a, a leading indicator of something that's 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 going to happen in, in in a few weeks or in, in in a month's time. So you should take action." So we started having a lot of community uh, just together with us creating um, uh, action programs so that you could take action and prevent burnout or correct uh, factors of burnout that were that were um, that you were struggling with and this was what we've been doing for the last couple of years now 
We're a venture-backed company, so we have uh, obviously um, the need to grow uh, substantially. And what we've seen is that um, we've started uh, losing steam through time. So we're right now we're not seeing the same levels of engagement and all that. So we decided to. We obviously conducted. Um, we have thousands of unique uh, users, and so we talked to a lot of them, and we decided to reach out to consultants, executive coaches. And, and see if maybe if we added a layer of service, maybe that's what our, the, our uh, users needed to be able to take action and start improving. And what we realized quickly is that what the consultants and coaches and, all, uh, they, and even companies, what they want to do is they actually want to have their own burnout index. So what I mean by that is that not necessarily measuring burnout. Maybe it's another thing that you want to measure. Maybe you want to measure transformational leadership. Maybe you want to measure positive leadership. Maybe you want to man- ma- measure, say, um, your remote preparedness. If you're if you're uh, a team that's going remote now or hybrid work or something like that. So we started seeing this, and so what we decided to do is we've opened up our technology so that any coach, consultant, um, company. A research center can develop their own assessment in a really easy way, get their assessment live. And the, the big difference is that you can set all the conditional logic so that depending on each result, each individual will get immediate feedback in the form of recommendations that they can take action. So think of what you just got with the burnout index. You got to realize what your burnout risk is. And then there's four dimensions within burnout risk. So maybe if you're a consultant and you want to use your method and create an assessment, you can use it for lead generation. You can use it to validate your model. You can use it as an entry assessment to figure out how a team is feeling and then uh, deliver your consultancy. So that's that's where we're, we're heading right now. So I want to make sure I, I got my arms around this, Francisco, correctly. Um, you guys had lots of experience, especially there at the beginning of the pandemic with people engaging with your tool and people... Um, giving you data around the burnout index and that back-end engine that you use to, co- to 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 handle that assessment and manage that data, you're now taking that tool and offering it to executive coaches and other kinds of counseling and professional service teams to say, you can use this tool or you can, you can use this tool, meaning our burnout index, or you can use our back-end engine and logic to create your own index and allow you to have assessments. I liked your one of, uh, you know, hey, what level of preparedness if we wanted to distribute our workforce would we have? So, so you're taking the the skills your that Yerbo developed around creating your own index and, and making that tool available for other people to do the same thing. I want to get this snippet of our conversation because I'm gonna I'm gonna give that to our copywriters <laughs> because I, I I want to get that on our website <laughs> stat yeah oh, very that's exactly good. very good okay well well excellent what what a, um more than anything especially for for our audience right uh, we're, we're a technology uh you know service provider we're here providing the environment for people to run the the digital uh you know world and there's incredible hours and incredible expectations and incredible pressure especially on the developer and engineer community and i also think that not only is that community highly taxed but that community doesn't have the best interaction with other people in the business so hard to know how well they're doing right 
right? They work different hours than the rest of us, and they're usually very um, technology focused. They're touching a keyboard, they're looking at a screen, and and trying to recognize that hey, just because somebody's a super smart developer doesn't mean they're not still a person, and we need to be concerned about their mental health. I loved what you said at the beginning. We want high performance, but we want high performance without the risk of mental, um, you know, struggles and mental, uh, you know, degradation. So how do we stay ahead of it? You you made the comment. You said, hey, if HR knows you have a ment mental health issue you've already gotten way past where the problem was. And so this this preventative front end awareness, management, know your risk, get ahead of it, you know, schedule naps. I, I, you said something to me when we talked earlier, hey, you may need to have somebody lean into how you manage your calendar, clean your calendar up, get you some uh, an assistant, grow your team. Let, let's be on the front end before people uh, at the end of the day burn out. That's what we're trying to, to uh, uh, help prevent. And what, what a great service, service to our industry, service to just, you know, mankind. We, we love the heart behind what you guys are building. And there's there's a business in there as well. And we all recognize we're, we're in this to, to get paid. But uh, man, love love what y'all are doing and love the heart behind it and the why behind it. And um, so so how is that transition going? Is are, are you Have you had some initial coach feedback? And, and you know, how is that working to date? Well, it, it's working really well. It's uh, in January. We've already we haven't sunset our 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 previous uh, product, well-being management tool, but we've already surpassed the revenue coming from these assessments, uh, the custom branded assessments, compared to our our existing uh, service. So it's going really well. We have loads of uh, we have dozens of assessments already developed, and so we're being able to to bring that time down. So we're we're able to deliver an assessment, put it live with a landing page, with a result page that's conditional, be it individual team pay, team assessments or peer assessments. We have that in in a couple of days. We can have it uh, running if you have the questionnaire and the logic behind it. Uh, if not, we're also working with the coaches to to uh, because of all of our experience creating assessments and all the the, um, the best practices that we've uh, basically. Uh, acquired through experience, we're we're sharing that, and so we're helping them develop this, and um, so it's really exciting. We've seen we're seeing some 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 use cases that we never thought of. So there's this company, a really big company that your audience would would um, would recognize, are now using an assessment to um, for customer success. So before they uh, launch the product with their corporate cu customers, they run uh, an assessment that basically delivers pre work. So depending on the results. Each individual within the team that's going to be implementing the, the tool will get pre-work that they can go through. So it will be content like uh, videos and, 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 and whiteboards and stuff like that so that they can work on it before they get into the kickoff stage. And so when that, that meeting is much more productive because now they have both the customer success manager and, and, and the team have already started working on it and they have that awareness. So there's a lot of different things that we're seeing that, that are working, but maybe uh, Raymond, I'm, I'm, I'm all for talking about assessments as uh, that's, that's the, the path we're taking, but I would love also to come back a little bit to, to burnout and, and maybe I can share also some, some data that we've, um, that we've collected through time. We have, yeah. Yeah, we'd, okay, we'd so. love to hear the lessons you guys have learned. You, you guys have got a lot of understanding and insight, and then we'd love to hear you share that. That'd be great. Yeah, definitely. So one thing uh, that's that's really important is that um, we, we've talked about burnout, and, and I, I mentioned that HR, when HR discovers uh, some issues uh, regarding mental health, it's already too late. Uh, but we also need to realize that it's not all up to the individual. The individual has a, a big responsibility in taking care of themselves, but they don't live in a silo, so we are all 
within a society, within a, a company, et cetera. So there's, there's a lot of things. I remember that one of our first customers was actually had a, uh, were from the States, but they had a, a developer, a developing, a developer team in, in Belarus. And I don't know if you remember, but back in 2020, there was a, 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 a basically an election that obviously was, was, uh, was stolen. And, and so there was like this, this protocol revolution where they were trying to, uh, move more towards the West, and there there was a big crackdown. And so a lot of these developers, because they're working with uh, with an American company and because they're young and all that, they're all for uh, joining the West, say, in terms of, of lifestyle and all that. And so they were struggling um, really intensely. Why why am I bringing this this um, this uh, extreme example? Is just because obviously, even if that if each of those individuals was taking really good care of their well being. Uh, making sure that they had a good calendar hygiene, as you as you were mentioning, Raymond, and and if they are talking uh, about this again, there's 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 this societal aspect that they cannot control, and that obviously will will make it impossible for them to um to to feel healthy. So obviously this is an extreme case. Hopefully your audience is not going to through any of these uh, sort of extreme cases, but they might be. So it's important for us to realize that. It's 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 not all up to ourselves, but we do need to take care of ourselves. So that's that's the first thing I wanted to say. So what I would advise uh, everyone to do is take one uh, one of these assessments. It can be burnout index by Yerbo, but you can find others. Okay, and just try and realize what it is that you're feeling. And then the second step that it's really important, especially for for tech folks, because not always are they the most sociable, the most talkative about these issues. It's really important that. Those of you that are listening, that are leaders of an organization or leaders within a team, even if it's just a two-person team, it's important that you show by example. As a leader, if we're vulnerable, if you're, if you show that we're open to discuss these items, if you bring your own results, as Raymond was sharing, uh, you were you're sharing your results earlier here. That's really important because by doing that, and I, I'm not saying that everyone needs to share their results, but if you feel psychological uh, safe uh, to be able to share that, that's going to save that's going to be really loud for your team because your team is going to realize, all right, so I can share this because if he's sharing this with me, then maybe I can share this with him or her, right? And so you'll start seeing that folks will raise their hand and they will reach out and they will talk about this. So that's the first thing. Prevention is really important and it comes from first getting to know yourself and then talking about this. It's really important to unlock these conversations. Yeah, so so, so um, Francisco, in all of our conversations, I've loved the the the, the um, your approach, the, your your humble and serve other approach, you personally, but as well as the business. Um, at, at the end of the day, we, we all need to find ways to make a living and provide for our families, but doing it in a healthy, safe way, doing it in a way where we care for each other, is far more important than um, just competing and winning and grinding people into dust and you know burning them out. It, you know, l l let's be more concerned about our people than our results. And I think especially us in the West, as you reference, and, and especially us in America, you know, we, we don't handle vacation time or holiday well. We don't take enough time off. We don't. We think that there that there's some great value in production instead of great value in relationships. I'm going to share one story with you, Francisco, that I think might um, resonate with what I think is the mission behind Yerbo. Um, I'm, I'm in Africa. I'm with some friends of mine in Africa d doing some some work for, for my church. And, and after lunch, me and my African friends, they said, hey, we're going to go home and, and we're going to um, you know, be off for the next couple hours and work will start again around two o'clock. And I asked them, I said, well, you know, what are, it doesn't take two hours to eat. What are we going to do? 
Uh, you know, I, I don't, you know, in America, I take 15 minutes for lunch. I usually eat it sitting right here at my desk and, I, and I'm probably doing some work while I'm eating. And my African friend said, well, Raymond, we're going to go home and talk to each other. And I'm like, wait a minute, we're just going to leave work and we're going to go home and talk and we're just going to rest and talk for two hours and then we'll come back to work at two o'clock. And they're like, yeah, we're going to talk for two hours. And to me, that was such such a um, good, healthy human thing. And so foreign to me as a as a commercial guy and a corporate guy and an American business guy. And and I wish I I, I tip my hat to my friends, my African friends. What a healthy way. And, and that's what I think you guys in Europe are promoting. How do we be productive, but how do we be mentally uh, safe and mentally healthy? Yeah. We could all use two hour conversations with our friends in the middle of the day. <laughs> Is the point of my story. Yeah, no, but that's a great story. And I'm sure that uh, those that are listening are thinking, hey, I cannot take a two-hour lunch break every day. And that's okay. We understand that. But it's really important what you're saying because we are social animals. And uh, uh, one of the, the, the biggest, um, there's, there's a lot of studies around this. There's this big Harvard study that I think it's the, the, the longest uh, continuous uh, human science study where uh, folks from, I believe, um, from right uh, after the, the, the Second World War, uh, entered into this study and they follow these these Harvard graduates through life and now they're following their their kids and and the thing that correlates uh, the most with um, happiness well-being health etc is having a good social circle so it's really important because we're working in, and most of us are working in either a remote or hybrid uh, type of um, type of uh, jobs some of us are, are working fully uh, on site but still we're, we're we're spending a lot of time at work a lot of time at work and now there's there's no no i there's let's forget about the idea of uh leaving work at work and going home and, and not having to care about because we all carry our work with us wherever we go because we have our, uh, our smartphones and all that and there's things that you can do there obviously all of you will will know you can pause your notifications you can you can you can um, close down some apps after certain hours and stuff like that you can do that and that 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 helps but we need to realize that work is always with us. So we need to figure out how can we have a better relationship with work. So we need to be the ones that set the boundaries. And so, Raymond, next time you're having lunch, why not just step outside? Maybe you're not going to take a two-hour break, but maybe you'll go and eat your salad uh, 30 minutes at some place and, and you'll say hello to the, to the waitress and, and you talk to folks. And that's, that's really important. We, we, really, we really get our energy from that, from those human interactions. So that's super important, especially for those of us that are working. And even as a digital nomad, everything seems like it's really fun. I can be tomorrow, I can be at the beach and I can work from that. And, I, and then I can be at the, the, at the Amazon or whatever. And that's, that's, that's right. But you also lose your roots, right? You don't have your friends and family close by. And so if you're struggling with something at work, if things aren't working, uh, working out, then you don't have that to fall back into it. So you need to create your own um, your own habits of reaching out, talking to folks, making sure that you have that healthy social social lifestyle. And, and then there's, there's quite a few other things that you can do. One is setting realistic goals, right? We're not all too good at setting goals. We always feel like, at least I do, that Fran uh, tomorrow's Francisco will be super productive. That's, that's, that's why I'm always... <laughs> well, if you're like, yeah, next week. No, next, next week I can get all of this done, right? So we need to make sure that we have that. We need to stop and celebrate small wins. There are a lot of small things that you can do that have an impact. But first of all, try and get to know yourself. I will go back to that. Yeah. Well, Francisco, you, you hit on something there that resonates with me. My, my to-do list next week is always full. 
I always think I'm going to get so much more done than, than, uh, than I'm ever going to get done. Well, well Francisco, hearing your story, hearing your heart for, for, for mankind and how we handle things and our growth and, and on our health, and, and, and still being productive is, is touching. We love it. Uh, it. It lines up beautifully with our culture here at Compass. And so grateful for you sharing the Yerbo story with us. We wish you guys the best of luck. Uh, excited to see how your tools uh, get, get used to, to help people assess what's going on in their organization and, and grow and be healthier. And we couldn't agree with you more. Uh, we were designed to be in relationship. And that's what ultimately uh, leads to the, 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 the greatest level of happiness. And, and we couldn't agree more. So thank you for being with us, Francisco. Thank you so much for having me, Raymond, and for bringing awareness of your, of your audience to these uh, subjects. And I'm happy to, to connect with anyone. Uh, if you have any questions, be it about burnout, be it about assessments, whatever it is, I'm always happy to chat. So um, uh, reach out and, and, uh, and I'll connect. Awesome. Sounds good. Thank you so much. 